It's the pre-show when everything just goes down. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Poor Frank. He's hanging in there. He's saying, don't forget to use your brain. Use your brain because mine's falling out of my head. Yeah. He's a little bit like Towley. He's like Towley's. Don't uh, forget to bring it. Brain. <laughs> His cousin. I like the glowy eyes and the pink and stuff and still kind of that kind of bluish. Did Frankenstein's monster color. have just one brain that was from a cadaver or was it multiple brains? I think it was multiple parts, one brain. Okay. That makes, I mean, because brains kind of break down quickly. So, you know, Dr. Frankenstein, he was out there digging up stuff, you know, fresh in the ground. Yeah, I think, Not today. I think he was like trying to find the right parts. He could create this gross abomination. A right? beautiful human. I don't know. I don't know uh, what the outcome was. What 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 he was really going for there. Um, he think- tap danced okay. with that uh, guy, right? Are you Is thinking, that it? Are you thinking Little Frankenstein? Young Frankenstein. I <laughs> Young know. Frankenstein. <laughs> yes, I. <am. laughs> I'm talking the about the real Frankenstein. <laughs> Maybe we should put that on our hollow watch list. Good. Good. We could find out what actually happened. Got the Mary Shelling's Frankenstein. You got the young Frankenstein. There's probably a third one in there. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. All right. Anyways. Show intro. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 16. Episode 16. Okay. Yes. There you go. Our Frankenstein discussion is over. Good night, everyone. Right. Uh, and outro. Wait, okay. Brian Rizzo is oh wait, what? Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how are I, you, yo? Um I'm fine. Things have been a little spooky the last few days. Spooky. But been busy. How about you? How are things in Casa de Ryan? Uh quarantined, but they're good. So. <laughs> I know, I heard about that. You take care of yourself now, you hear? Okay. We will, we will. All right. Just kind of ride out the wave, see what happens. But yeah, otherwise take we're care, good. Take care of the missus. Yeah. <laughs> Stay I mean, away. It, she's missing out because like, she's got a lack loss of taste buds now. And my cooking the past few days has been really good. So... Because that's the thing we need to be focusing on is how amazing your cooking is. I know. I mean, they're cook. missing out on it, but no. Well, then just do like... Do some like guinea pig cooking, not cooking of guinea pig. I'm not going to cook a guinea pig. This isn't Peru, okay? They're too adorable. (laughs) Um, No, but like, you know, something you want to try and you're not sure if you'd like like it, but you want to try it. You do that now. Thought about it. I mean, like in the TV series, I zombie, you know, they're zombies, so they're eating things. But the only way they can really taste stuff is if it's really high spicy. People's brains. But right. they spice it up, like because they can't taste otherwise. Like salsa and like Tabasco of, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, maybe Cayenne we pepper. just need like a really heavy spice meal to like burn her sinuses back to normal. Maybe <laughs> we have. I have a, a friend um, in town. It's one of uh, Short Round's buddies from kindergarten and first grade, and they still they're still friends. And her dad makes these like ridiculously hot hot sauces nice and they're really good so maybe i need to send you a bottle of mr rick's hot sauce that'd be fine clear out cleanse the system yeah like headless engineer he is really into like spicy stuff and even he has like trouble with some of it sometimes because it's so stinking hot but 
Peppers are crazy like that. They can do that. Mm-hmm. They can yeah, do he uses, it. He intense stuff too. It's pretty good. Anyways. So, so how are things spooky in your world? <laughs> I know. Spooky times at the manor this week, man. So I sent you a picture, <laughs> which I'm not mm-hmm. posting on. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sir Rizzo came over with his puppers on someday. I don't know. Was it Monday? I have no idea. Anyways, it's someday. And they went out to the backyard just so he could like sniff around. Not the dog, not my dad. Um, and uh, make sure everything's safe for my daughter. <laughs> ah, what is that? Anyways, and so squirrel. Um, and it actually, the and and the dog's name is Riz. So, anyways, so Riz was sniffing around. <laughs> he is. They named so the Riz dog Rizzo. <laughs> I know it's it's whatever. It's fine. Um, so Riz is sniffing around, and then like it's like was behind our like our ac like unit mm-hmm. we go over there and there's a dead mouse and i was like okay that's really gross and so like i got rid of it and then like there was just this little like dusty mouse print <laughs> like when i pulled it up the chalk line thing. so i called yeah exactly and so i called i thought i was like oh mickey haha and then i was like oh no it's dusty <laughs> so poor <gasps> little dusty the mouse um <laughs> You know, there was no anything, and Riz was ready to take care of it. I wonder so. if one of your cats had left it there, or like you know, did its cats job. Are indoor. Okay, our cats are indoor. There's no way. Like maybe I think that like Daisy wouldn't do that at all, but I'm thinking Kit Kat might. But she'd probably be like here and like put it on like Huddle's engineer's face and be like, "Here's a present, Dad," and he'd be like, "Thanks," and then like throw her against the wall or something. This is what Harley so. would do. They'd kind of like look at it. And just kind of the quick pause. Like hungry, hungry hippos or what? Yeah, pretty much. Like slap, slap. <laughs> Going to knock you unconscious now. Do you think she'd get in? Harley probably would, huh? Harley would. I mean, it's funny because like our cats are very indoor. Uh, unfortunately, they're declawed because we were young. But when their fly or moth gets in, they yeah. are all over it. It's amazing how they can catch it. Like Because they will like, like up against the door Smack uh-huh. it in place, then scoop it into their mouth. Ew. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's just, it's the circle of life, you guys. You gotta yeah. get their protein somehow. Um, so then, okay, so that was Monday, because I'm thinking about it, because I put these in, in order, chronological order. Mm-hmm. And then that night, I sent you another picture of, uh, we were uh, helping, because I told you, Headless Engineer's best friend moved. Um, so we were helping him unpack the truck. And then short round decided to take a ride on the hand truck. <laughs> so I just called her Hannibal short round because like, it's just, just what it looked like. She just needed like the Yeah. <laughs> She's like, didn't like, did, was like, didn't know what to do with her hands <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> needed the little math. On a, like but, riding on a two wheeler is interesting. Cause you're like, even, yeah. even for yeah. as short as she is, there's no back yeah. support. So you actually have to stay really rigid or you kind of yeah. get sucked through or you just have bars digging into your back. Yeah. So. I mean, even like, yeah, like my father-in-law was the one that was like rolling her and he obviously had enough you know, weight to like, you know, push her. But it's like, anyways. And yeah. then, so we, should we talk about Boxtober? I think we should like yeah. cut in, talk about Boxtober and then explain this last one. Okay. So how's your Boxtober been this week? I've slacked, it to the kids. slacked off the past few days. Um, I think the past two days. I'm For a good reason, you're taking care of your wifey. Take taking care, care of the, of the wife. Misses. Plus, I'm just kind of like drained a little bit. Uh, because yeah. some of my box stovers, like I've put more effort into it than I really intended. Because <laughs> Same. I started like 
I mean, there's a yeah. program called Adobe. Uh, I just went blank on it. Adobe Animate it used to be known as Flash. Uh-huh. And so I've been like, what's this button do? Can I learn how to use this program? And so I've been making, I've been animating stuff and I'm not a very good artist. <laughs> so it's just, it's very rudimentary stuff. You've seen mine, haven't you? Yeah, but yours are cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. It looks like Short Round did them, but That's it's not. Fine. Anyways, okay. thanks. Okay. Your Freddy Krueger had some really good detail on the face. Thanks, bro. Yeah, I have to sh- I'll have to show it. I mean, yours are, your, your drawings are consistent. Like when you look at my actual drawing, drawing stuff, it's all over the yeah. place. Because you... Yeah. Like a lot of people, yeah. even the one, the tree that was beneath where it was like a tree. And that a was hand. really good. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. And that's not, that's just a mixture of I did a, a white whiteboard, dry erase, whiteboard, very little coloring on it. Then I took it and add, added that weird yellow smoky overlay on my phone because I'm like, oh, that actually kind of fits in with this piece. So that was good. Thank you. Yeah. So um, so for mine. So last week, um, Pumpkin. Let's see. Like he oh, had, good. he died, and then he came back because of the sandwich, mm-hmm. and then he started eating the brains. And then where were we at? We were at oh yeah, blank. That's right. So he was like on the blank page when um, we started last week. And then yeah, okay. So you didn't see this because he um, was like eating the brains. This Not was me. the scar because the guy says that's going to leave a mark. And then he decided to add sprinkles to the brains to the like pumpkin brains. Because, you know, that was sweet, right? But he had a tummy ache, so he had a nightmare. And this is the one you're referring to. Like, this was way, this was way too intense. Yeah, and Kruger decided to. And I did like the, from the, you know, like the logo of the film. And then basically for the last four days, Freddy's been like haunting him. Up until, up until last night, when the little nebula was there and there was a shooting star... Oh. And he's saying, he's saying, please make Freddy go away. And Freddy's like up in the corner right there, still hanging. And there's some little, it's Ms. Pumpkin. She has a, see, she has a mole and a bow. <laughs> and hers says, please send me love. <laughs> Cindy Crawford of pumpkins. So I, no, it's Ms. It's Ms. Pumpkin. Like, Ms. Well, it's because the mole and the bow. Cindy yeah, Crawford had the mole, you know. Yeah. So, so did Ms. Pac-Man. Anyways, so... So we'll see what happens. The narrative continues. Dun, dun, today dun. is what's today? Smoldering? Uh <laughs> possibly. I don't like I, I again I'm off. Like for a while I was actually able to tell what day it was based off what what, what, box what the prompt was? was, but I have Oh no, it's looked. passion. passion. Today's passion. So I mean you can see where the narrative's going. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, I hashtagged it yesterday. The narrative continues because he went from being dead to zombieing to being haunted by Freddy Krueger. And now he, maybe he will find love. Basically, you just spoiled the whole show of Supernatural. Oh, my bad. Oh, Freddy Krueger and a zombie in a sandwich. Just being dead and <laughs> not being dead and falling in love. You can throw a, never, a sandwich in there because Dean's very big on sandwiches. I've never seen that mo- show. I said movie. I've never seen that show. I recommend it. If, that was I a mean, really nice, that was a really nice way of GTFO and watch the show i uh i i would recommend it because it is a show that's been going on forever i think it's on its 20th season they're about to wrap up uh but for a cw show and i said because cw shows can be really good and then get really teeny teeny bop emotion type stuff yeah Mm -hmm. and supernatural has some of that but it's not overkill like at some right. points, like Flash and Supergirl and uh, 
Green Arrow, they all kind of goes like, this is a little bit more sentimental than yeah. I was expecting because you literally just put five arrows in a guy's chest. And now. <laughs> yes, very sentimental. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. But yeah, Supernatural has so, been fun. Plus, I mean, the fact that, you know, kind of like with my Dresden books, I love it when they mess with historical lore. And by that, I mean, yeah. vampires, witches, angels, demons, the stuff that we kind of grew up hearing about and how like this is how we're going to approach it. So I've enjoyed it. I'm just going to pop to pop back to those spooky times. So on Thursday, I was at my other, I was at my tea work and a name popped up on the screen. And this was after, like I said, like Freddie's been haunting pumpkin all week. And it said Kruger, (laughs) it said Kruger on it. And then it said Rona. And I was like, what is going on? So I just thought it was like COVID that like. Cinnamon teenagers in their sleep or something and i just was like what's happening and so it was very very spooky would corona kruger kill them for having sex beforehand or for not washing their hands after the bathroom (laughs) um not washing their hands after sex i don't know or if they didn't wear a mask during sex (laughs) (laughs) six feet away kids six feet away you're not being safe uh I don't know how that would work. Anyway, okay. So, do you want to talk Halloween right now, or do you want to talk about it later? You can do it now. I'm I'm just kind of going with flu. Halloween. Right here, so. I didn't know that was even a thing because I we don't have Hulu, but this is kind of a cool. It is. Uh, yeah. Like so it. I had to go Tell digging for it. it second day, but Hulu and I think HBO Max has like you know here's here's Halloween based stuff as well. Um. But Oops. Hulu has a section. It's like, it's Huluween. You go into it. Here's Halloween-based movies or scary movies. And then it has a really cool section, uh, Halloween TV episodes. Where it's That's like, what, yeah, I should check that out. Um, so, like, I listed down. Let me find my notes. Where you had Goldberg's, Buffy, 30 Rock, King of the Hill, and Will and Grace. Yeah. So, it like, it had all those episodes up, and it was the... Halloween episode, so you don't have to go digging that's through cool. it. I'm like, oh, that's really yeah. cool, because um, I've done that in the past where I just go through and kind of look at what streaming services I have, yeah, figure out what shows they have, and go to IMDb and be like, okay, what's the Halloween one? So right. Hulu just made it easy, and it's been really nice because just a if you're trying to catch something spookier, Halloweenish, that's yeah. short, fun, then the TV show's been great. Like I never really watched Will and Grace, but I'm like, oh, this is a Kind of fun episode. Yeah. And then was the goal. I know the Goldbergs do Halloween ones like a lot. Was it the one where Adam dressed like Weird Al? No, this was okay. Uh, when he didn't, w- he wanted to be like an actual, he didn't want to trick or treat with just the kids anymore. And oh, okay. Okay. It was like the yeah, first, was, the first one. If, yeah. I was going to say, I think that was like either first or second season. Yeah. yeah. When like grandpa cool. shows up dressed as a Ghostbuster, he's like, ah, I don't want to do that. So. Yeah. So cool. yeah, it's not too awesome. I mean, there's cool. other, like I mentioned, HBO Max. I noticed they had like a Halloween category, but it's going to be some. Mo- I didn't know if I, I didn't know if I noticed any TV shows in it. But okay. Max is kind of this ever growing thing. So nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been good for finding whatever. I mean, me, yeah. I, I use that as my 
my Rick and Morty slash uh, yeah. Harley Quinn source, but other than that. And like, if you're searching for Halloween episodes, if you know that you have access to friends on whatever service, go to IMDb and look in like show by order. And pretty much if it happened, if the show aired around October 20th through the 31st, there's a good chance it's a Halloween episode. There's a Halloween. Yeah. Because yeah. Friends was very, and, we'll, and I will actually probably talk about this because there's something that I do for Thanksgiving every year that I'm doing on the 1st of November this year. But Friends was always Thanksgiving, but I can at least think of. I can think of one very specific episode right. that was very Halloween centric. Yeah. And not all not all shows yeah, will have a Halloween episode. I mean, I've, I've right. come across some like, oh, yeah, this aired on October 20th, but they didn't do anything for Halloween. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So you've been doing some other reading. Speaking of Dresden, you missed, you mentioned Dresden before. Still working on Dresden. Let's see. I just finished up. Uh, keep going back and forth. Just finished up. Not ghost stories. Cold days. Cold days. Thank you. Ghost stories was the one prior to that. <laughs> now you're reading the Buffalo Bill story or what? Yeah, the Buffalo Bill. Yeah, skin game. Now, <laughs> it's like skin game. Put it on your skin. This is book fifteen of I think there's seventeen or eighteen. The most yeah, recent man. one just came out. So, yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's uh, it's just a kind of marathon. Thought them. The books are about fifteen to sixteen hours total because I'm doing it through Audible. So it's a lot to get through, but Game of Thrones, that was 45 hours per book. So <laughs> it's not okay. as much to get through. Yeah, not so much. Yeah. Stories right. in my head. There you go. And then Community. Did you go through the boys? Did you finish the whole second season? I'm caught up with the boys. Yeah, I just finished that. Okay. And good? I, I like it. I dig it. It's It's been okay. fun. It's heroes in a weird way. Or super-powered okay. beings in a weird way. and Got it. An interesting world. Okay. So really really enjoyed that. <laughs> Raised by Wolves, right. I'm going through slowly, uh, just because it's heavy sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And sometimes sometimes I'm like, I have to be in the right... I mean, I have to be in the mood where I'm not going to be staring at my phone every five seconds. Right. Which is harder yeah. these days, it seems. There's some of those shows where you really have to be like involved to pay attention to what the heck's actually going mm-hmm. on instead of just mindlessly going through. Yeah. So. It's like, I want to watch this and experience what the director, producer, all of them were trying to convey by creating yeah. this world. So, right. And the actors. So, yeah. Okay. And so how do we do this? I'm looking at D- Judge Dredd and I'm Judge thinking Dredd. of like, Sil- I'm thinking of Sylvester Stallone. I am how do we do it's well it's like it's like Sylvester versus Arnold versus Sigourney. Well, it's like how does that work? I don't understand the like So a few few weeks thing. ago I mentioned I was doing the I was reading the, the Alien Omnibus and the Predator Omnibus, omnibus yeah. which mm-hmm. you know it's just big stacks of comics. This is yeah. the Judge Dread. So in like there's also a Predator versus Alien Omnibus. This is okay. the Judge Dredd versus Alien versus Predator, because okay. the Predators are the ones that are bringing the aliens to the different planets because they want to hunt them, and things go chaotic. And then Judge Dredd is just the Sounds law. like Deliverance, but like, yeah. <laughs> like otherworldly. Anyway, well, through the comic good. books, I've learned that the reason that the aliens have spread throughout the universe, it's because of the yeah. Predators, because okay. they'll pick a planet like we're going to release the Look eggs on predators. this. I know, jerks. Jesus. Anyway. They'll, they'll release the aliens, little face crabs, and then oh, they yeah. will, they will find something to create an alien. Then the predators will go down and try to hunt them because they're all about the hunt. In this case, it, they did so 
in or near Mega City and Judge Dredd gets involved. So it's just kind of a fun, like, seeing Dredd go hand to hand. Yeah, it's like yeah. Dredd going hand to hand with a predator. And there's this one screenshot I capture. I'll share these later on. But like, you yeah. know, Dredd's got like, he still has yeah. the helmet on because the comic book Dredd never takes the helmet off. S- okay. Sly did. Yeah. Uh, so we don't actually know it's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. but in the remake, uh, the reboot of Judge Dredd, Carl, when Carl Urban played, it's kind of speaking to the boys, he kept the helmet on. So there's a okay. scene where Dredd is fighting a predator, no shirt on, but he's got the helmet. <laughs> And just you got like, to see the pecs, man. Yeah, yeah you got to. Come on. So it's just like this kind of this gritty art and like this weird. I mean, there could be a worse post-apocalyptic type world, but Mega City doesn't yeah. seem that good. And so, I mean, like, so yeah, yeah, that's Judge Dredd versus Predator versus Alien. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of your cats getting the fly or what? No. no. <clears throat> All right. Okay, Traps and I'm gonna talk about some like normal, some normal people. Stuff. Yeah, tell me about your mass singer. No, that's normal. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. No, I'm talking about Scrubs first. Okay, tell me about your Scrubs. That's normal. Have you been watching? Do you ever watch Scrubs at all? Uh, we haven't. We watched it when it was on Comedy Central back in the day all the time. Uh, we yeah, haven't yeah. picked it up on the streaming service or anything, but I know of it. It's just like we. I mean, we. Yeah, we. We've uh, started to watch it again. That's one of our mindless shows. And we've gotten about, we're right to the end of season two. Like Turk and Carl are engaged and Jordan had her baby with Dr. Cox, but Dr. Cox doesn't know it's his, his baby yet. Like that kind of time frame. And Elliot and JD are like kind of together, not really. Kind Dr. Of together, Cox really. is and the kind of the, John C. McGinley, douche, the yeah. douchebag, but not douchebag. Okay. Yeah, speaking of running around with a mask on and your shirt off, like that's his thing too. Yeah, like he's it's always has to have a shirt he's off. He's got he's got the body for it, so I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's not. <laughs> he, anyway, he put in so the time to show it off. You go, girl, boy. <laughs> and wait, three snaps in a Z formation. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> Anyways, so that's scrubs. And then um, that'd be so, four. Yeah, so we One, watched two, three, four. Sorry, I don't know. It's like that's the thing. It's like. I don't know. Anyways, okay, snap, snap, snap. Um, <laughs> so then we watched Mass Singer this week, and I, I didn't do a lot of a, a lot of other consuming other than a couple of things. But yeah. um, so they went back to Group B because I guess Group C is not going to start performing until after the World Series, which still isn't started yet because the all these other games keep going like as far as as long as possible. Like the I know the Tampa Bay Rays are in the um, the that was a Super Bowl. Nope, that's not it. What is it? World Series. See, I'm, I see you. Oh, you have the baseball shirt on. I have the football shirt on today. It's a fake. Game. It's a fake logo, though. <laughs> and this is Ray Finkel laces out football. So that's see, this is the go, this is the sod poodles. Yeah, but this is not the actual sod poodle logo. This is the joke that someone came out beforehand and released. So I'll. It's stand, so good. Yeah. It's so good though. Yeah. Da 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 da. It's so cute. I'm not standing up, but yeah, this, this is Ray I do Finkel like the Raven call. I know you do. It's good. That's yeah. weird because we didn't even we didn't even call each other guys. We just wore sports shirts. Go sports. Anyways, speaking of sports and Mass Singer, we're talking about um, the uh, World Series. So so Group C will start after that. But they went back to Group B for their second elimination, and they eliminated Baby Alien. Poor little thing. He's so cute. Anyways, and it ended up being Mark Sanchez, speaking of sports. He was the former Jets quarterback. 
Oh, okay. For a long time, he was a commentator and different thing and analyst and stuff. And so it was just very weird because not only was he like singing, I mean, he wasn't like the best singer, obviously, but um, he wasn't horrible. And, but he was also doing the puppetry for the baby alien, like in his little like alien spaceship thing, which was pretty cool. So anyways. So he's singing, but making the mouth move somehow. Yeah, and also like moving the body too, like while he's singing underneath. That's impressive because he, puppetry I know, it was is pretty good. Yeah, puppetry is not easy. That's a lot going on. Yeah, because everyone's like, "Oh, it's got to be Jeff Dunham," and I was like, "Just because he happens to be like a ventriloquist, you know, like that that doesn't mean like anything." And so it was pretty impressive because like nobody guessed. I mean, not even in the like realm of where they would have for Mark Sanchez. So. It's kind of a really random like one off too, because like yes, he's like famous because he was a famous quarterback, but you know not like in the spotlight too much anymore. And if it was Jeff so. Dunham, it would be a whole choir. Well, yeah, exactly. Of puppets like, it because been, that's 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 how he yeah. rolls. He's insane yeah. enough, and he can make his own puppets. And he would do that. Yeah, I, but I don't think he'd ever. I don't know if he'd ever do the show. Maybe you know. But I don't anyways. know. He sarcastically maybe I, I got to talk to him a few years back and it's pretty cool how like you know when he travels around yeah. he has got a trailer yeah. that's pretty much just the puppet lab mm-hmm. the craft stuff together it's like rock on so he's, he's a very big news, right? uh, maybe <laughs> Anyways, he's, he's also a big family guy too family man so he's like i don't want to be on the road all the time so maybe mass singer might take him away i don't know because he has the cause Audrey and then like the babies and like the girls and stuff. I, yeah, I remember all that. Anyways, so I do want to talk about something very weird. <gasps> so, a man named Al. Al, what's he done now? Did you watch the music video at all? The Portugal, the man song? Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah, who's going to stop me? So basically the way that they did it was they did um, with the Indigenous Peoples Day and they released the, uh, the song uh, again. Let me say it again. Who's going to stop me? And it was because, you know, like when you think of Weird Al, like you think of like parodies and pastiche and you know, all these like funny songs or whatever. And it was very real. And he was just like supporting Portugal, the man on their song. But it was super cool and had a very strong message, but um, so I loved serious, it. I thought it was it's awesome. A, it's a yeah. serious mm-hmm. Al song. Yeah, it's Portugal the Man. He's just on it because it's like their song. It's featuring Weird Al. Okay. And uh, it's good because like in the video itself, there were these really interesting like, they almost looked like they were like sketched images like on the like real life music video. But then like he's, you know, doing his like owl dancing in it, mm-hmm. but like still singing seriously when he like turns into this, there's like a wolf thing and he like fits into the wolf picture and it's, it's pretty cool. Okay. Like you should watch it. Yeah. yeah. Give it a, give it a watch. It's, you know, four or five minutes and I'll probably watch it again after the show. Cause it's really, really good. We'll but, um, it. just, yeah, I mean like it's, it's good cause it brings, you know, it brings uh notoriety to indigenous people's day and just kind of brings out that message that, you know, is important for people to hear. So yeah. Very cool. I, th- I thought it was great. Very, so, yeah. very cool. Yes. Okay. So thinking of, speaking of great things and things that music are influential, what is your Here album of influence? <laughs> I believe it was okay. album number two I chose. So I have to, I have to talk to you about this first before we get into it, because I was looking through the things last night and you picked number two and we've had this conversation how there's. Cronenberg's left like a, a few of them and um you pick number two which is not <laughs> Lindsay at all um and the then Buckingham. so we have 
So we have number two. And number then we two. have number 12, number two, number 12, number 14, and then 16 and 17. And that's it. So we only have five left. And at least, <laughs> at least half of those after we finish today are Buckingham. And so I want you to, I'll have you pick the next one. Because I remember I told you we're having our, well, we still were to mention this. We have our special episode next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As long as you don't like cough up a lung. Yeah, that was perfect timing, actually. Halloween Spectacular. Yes. Ryan and Rosa Halloween Spectacular. Part part de. So we did that back in the day, too. It's true. So, yeah, well, I know Buckingham's in the future, but what is today's album? (laughs) You're like, would you stop talking about him? For God's sakes, it's not even that. Um, So today is the (laughs) Dirty Dancing soundtrack. So the last soundtrack on the. Yeah, you picked the last soundtrack. Good job. And that was released um, in, it says 21 August, 1987. And I actually put it, I thought it was from when I was five, but I guess it was from when I was four. Please don't die. Anyways. It's just a cough. And (laughs) this song, this was the like vinyl record in my living room thing. Like I can, like I hear the songs and I can picture my old house when we used to live in the Dallas area when my parents were still married. Mm-hmm. This is, this is Ma Rizzo and Sir Rizzo before they got divorced. But and anyways, real quick, I should know this, but dirty dancing, the movie, Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Gray. Okay. <laughs> Patrick Swayze and some other chick. Yeah. I was gonna be like, I mean, what's her face from it. Ferris Bueller? Oh my <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Gray. <laughs> anyways. And like the movie was iconic, but the soundtrack even more so again with these things, you know, but this was like the, I remember like the vinyl record and this, <laughs> The the whole story with this soundtrack answers the the age old question: Has Rizzo always been super extra? And the answer is yes. <laughs> extra, extra. Um, because I remember being in gymnastics back then, but I like wasn't any good at gymnastics, <laughs> and so I would do these forward rolls, and then I would uh, like you know do these little like I don't know dance like sequences, and I tell my parents I'd be like clap for me. And then I remember Sir Rizzo. I'll never forget this as long as I live. He's like, when you do something different, we'll clap for you. <laughs> I just, I'm imagining you he's like. keeping it real, man. He's just, you know, he's been keeping it real. You got the soundtrack going on. You've got your little. Like, yeah. No, I <laughs> had the time of my he's, life. You have these like random dancing like yeah. things over there. Or what are those? Those look like chamois for your car. It's my green screen or pieces of leftover green screen. That's pieces of leftover green screen, yes. Yeah, I don't, it was just some like random thing because I did dance and I was pretty good at dance. And so I'd put on the costumes and I'd try to do gymnastics. And <laughs> for me. So, anyways. I'm still picturing yeah. it. Just... <laughs> I didn't do dances with scarves. <laughs> dances with scarves. So maybe they would, maybe if I would have, they might have clapped. Dang it. Maybe, see? maybe. These things, <laughs> these things you think about 30 plus years later. Damn it. So I I hadn't seen the movie Dirty Dancing until 2018. Good. And that's, did you like it? Uh, yes. The thing is, though, we had seen it. We'd seen the play, Broadway play, Dirty Dancing, two weeks before. Okay. So while I both were good, it was just like because I mean the the play was the movie, you know just. Mm-hmm. Same script, all that fun stuff. 
But yeah. it, it was entertaining. Uh, it was one of those interesting, like, oh, yeah, I've heard this reference so many times. The little jump into Patrick Swayze's arms. I've known that yeah, reference for leap. years. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then, like, you know, and having just seen it in Broadway where people did that same move, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, uh, yeah. And the play was really good, have- too, because they use kind of a minimalist set design. But yeah. it was really good because it just it got you like, oh, we're now outside. OK, yeah, you're outside. Right. We're inside that's now. Cool. OK, yeah. So, <laughs> I believe this. Keep it's dancing. very believable on this thing. Yeah. yeah. Dirty. Anyways. Be dirty dancing. So officially, we are down to the last four <laughs> albums. Buckingham, 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 Buckingham. <laughs> and I told you that for next week's Spooktacular, there is a very specific album that would be absolutely perfect for this, but it has to happen why organically. I was going to say, why don't you just choose it? <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, it's either 12, 14, 17, or 18, and you have to you have to be the one that decides 17. that. Okay. Is that what you're picking? That's my guess. Okay. I'm we'll picking the one that's appropriate for next week. <laughs> that's the one that's appropriate for next week? Okay. It's my guess. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Fine. Thanks for letting me talk about Dirty Dancing, and I'm sad that this is coming to an end, but it's an honor to be nominated. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet. <laughs> Clap for me. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> Scarves. Scarves. All right. So tell me about a galaxy far, far away. Speaking of things 30 years ago. So, back when I was reading a lot of Marvel comics through Marvel Unlimited, their streaming service, I came across um, the Darth Vader series, which is... Who's that? About Darth Vader. Um, And I think I gave you the wrong link because it's like Darth Vader 2020. I may have read some of those because I was just kind of like, oh, here's a series. I'm just going to keep going and going and going. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. All right. (laughs) It's anyway. sucking my dark will to live. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> but the series. Uh, okay. You have to get really basic if you're going to go Garth Vader. But uh, yeah. basically it kind of picks up after different points. Like the, I believe where I started, it actually kind of picked up after episode four of A New Hope. So it's okay. like kind of that time between episodes like you know he's be- or episode three Darth I can't Vader remember. omnibus yeah <laughs> I just read a lot but it's a lot anyway, of like okay yeah. you are now Darth Vader um and the Emperor's like go build yourself a lightsaber but you need to build it from the lightsaber of a Jedi that you have to kill in particular oh. this one Jedi go go take care of that so it's really interesting reading a, a story about Vader because Vader's a villain He's straight up the yeah. bad guy, but in this you're, but you're reading things from his, his perspective. Like the last one I read, I forget what series, but it was, it was Vader being hunted by bounty hunters, and he's just like, and you're kind of like, well, I, I, those guys are jerks, but Vader is horrible. But again, I'm kind of rooting for Team Vader here. But yeah, just a good read, kind of a cool origin, extended origin, because Star Wars is filled with that. It's like, why is this person this way? What led to yeah. this? Why is there a giant hole in the Death Star? Which they finally answered. But that's no moon. It is no Sorry. moon. So yeah. yeah so I'm, Vader. Looking at the, I'm looking at the pictures and it's like says so Gillen LaRocca and then like And there was a, another seeing. Greg Pack was another writer, I believe. Because you know okay. comics they'll just they'll bounce from you know, they'll have a writer artist do 
this many issues, then they'll switch to someone uh-huh. else sometimes, whatnot. But I've, yeah, if, you, I just, if you want more Star that. Wars <laughs> lore, mm-hmm. Vader's good. I mean, Marvel it's has cool. a lot of Star Wars comics that don't, do, I mean, you can follow Luke and Leia and Han. You can follow yeah. Vader. And then there's this whole other universe. Like, there's more than just the, the Jedis that we met in the movies. So right. some of those comics that are from, like, the 90s and 80s actually kind of talk about those folk and what happened That's after cool. Order 44, I believe it was. I'm just looking at um, so. I'm looking at some of the pictures that I see, like, on this number 13. It has, like, Darth, and he's doing the, like, you know, the the Force thing. And then the Millennium Falcon's, like shooting through and then there's like Han and Luke on the next one. Yeah. Killing some, some KP four zero one looking things. And then the next one is Leia. And I'm like, what? Oh, sorry. I love Leia. Um, no, there's, there's a really good, um, I yeah. can't remember if it's Vader or just star Wars, but Darth Vader basically had a C three PO, but it was, oh, an, yeah. it was an evil version. That's cool. And so it's like, C three P no, but there's sorry. like, there's like a scene <laughs> where, uh, Vader's like, I want you to get as much information, then kill him or something like that. Uh, but then this other C3 was like, well, I have good news and bad news. One, he's already dead. Two. So. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like fun read. So number number 25 is like his helmet, but it's the Death Star. These are cool. There's a kind of really compelling. Good like, yeah. yeah, they're neat. Right on. As okay. I was looking back at what I uh, had screenshot, some of them were just just the cover art because I'm like, that's just really cool. Like the one that's popped yeah. up right now. I'm like, it's just a really cool image of that says it's the kind of cover art that says what's happening in this book. Yeah, I want to read it. Whichever headless just decides to pop up. I don't know which one you did. But I think it was the one anyway. where he's looking at the other helmet. Anyways, it's pretty neat. Yeah, so Thanks. that's that's Thanks Vader. Sure. There's, there, like I said, if you love Star Wars, there's a lot of stuff in the Marvel universe to read. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. And you, yeah. it's very interesting to me because, like, I know we've had this conversation before because I think of like Joker, like Joker centric for you a lot, like just because that's what you like a lot, <laughs> <laughs> according to your walls and the stuff. Wall and like the yeah. The, the walls and the thing and the, yeah. Anyways, um, but it's just like, it's cool to like know that you read a lot of that stuff. So yeah, it, you. I, I feel like it's cheap reading because I'm like, I can absorb these stories really quickly and you yeah. know, there's art to them. And like, it, if, if my wife and I, my, she reads faster than I do, period. But if yeah. we are reading a comic book at the same time, she's going to go through it 10 times faster than me because I will kind of stop and look at the art because a lot of times there is story within the art itself that's yeah. not that the writer is um, hoping that the artist will convey that they can't through their work through their verbiage. Because sometimes the writers have to get edited down. Like Kevin Smith, he said one time, it's like he sent off script to the artist and the artist like, are you going to leave me any room to actually draw something? Because right. Yeah. Kevin it's Smith's a, lot, a little a bit. Of, of, he's, he's, a, he's a talkative guy. And apparently so is his writing. Very verbose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I want Batman to jump off this building and then destroy everything. So, anyways, yeah, so, yeah, Vader. Okay. Cool. Thanks for sharing. All right. Bye, no. Tab. Bye, Tab. Bye. No more refreshing diet drink for you. Did you ever you drink know there's tab? not like? I I was actually thinking about that, and I'm pretty sure I drank it like once or twice because right. it's like the little pink. Like yeah. can thing, but it, it wasn't it was around still, that much either. Right. You know what I mean? Like younger. 
No, my my diet cola beverage of choice now is is Coca Cola Zero. <laughs> it's a good one. Bless you. <laughs> Sorry. Stop it. Stop getting the COVID. Stop. COVID sneezes. Anyways, I like I want to say my memory of Tab is at my grandma's house out on the farm. Like right, yeah. In, in exactly. the refrigerator where you open it up and like here's the refrigerator, then the freezer. You were, you the were top in the fridge part. and the tab was just there too with you or what? Hi guys, what are you doing? Out on the farm. I was in the fridge at grandma's. <laughs> I was just chilling out one day and I was like, What kind of soda are you? And he said, I'm diet tab. So I guess uh, all tab to... was diet. I'm like I'm trying to think, like I don't know that I've ever Yeah. Had one since the early eighties. <laughs> I think that's like the majority of like the world. It's probably why they're getting rid of it. So, well, and they have all these like new ones, like, you know, I mean, Coke zero is not new, but it's like Coca-Cola zero. And then like, of course, Diet Coke's been like the OG. And then they have Coca-Cola life. Have you heard that before? I think so. It's like the real, it's like the real sugar. So it's like not as bad for you, but it's still like, yeah, yeah, pretty good. I remember when we, let me think. It must have been when we went to Disneyland for Marezzo's 60th, speaking of things, 60 years, um, and Coca-Cola was doing this huge setup, and I think it was actually for Coca-Cola Life. Nice. So they like we took like pictures and these big things in downtown Disney, and they gave us these like Coca-Cola sunglasses, you know, all these like random little things and stuff, and that was pretty fun. So I want to say five years ago. Might have been, I think it was either Disney in Florida or you pretty sure excuse me it was disney in florida disney world yeah but they had like a coke store and like here's the flavors from across the world and it's like mango orange coke i'm like this is not going to be tasty try a sample of it it's really good but they don't they don't sell in the u.s it's only in china or only in japan so wherever i always think it's fun when you get to yeah when you get to try flavors from other places like oh i i would drink this well we did do you remember when we did that when we went to st louis and it was like the Budweiser place. Yeah. And they had like, and of course yeah, I couldn't because I wasn't 21, but you, yeah. But it was like the, yeah. And we saw, we saw all the Clydesdales and stuff mm-hmm. too. And they, which was funny. Where they had the, <laughs> yeah. the hops and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yep. Had got some to do samples that, I remember. afterward. So when they were like Yeah. Pushing, I mean, you all did because you were older and I was still, I think I was, what was I, 19? Something like or that. 20 maybe. Yeah. yeah. They were pushing like the orange, older. the orange citrus beer or something. It was like okay. a, a wine color, but it was like orange Budweiser or something like that at the time. That's why they have them sampled out to people here first before they get, you know, because you're like you saying that, it out loud and you're like, maybe that's not the best the idea. The Clydesdales didn't want this. Do you? <laughs> like, no, I'm no, good. I'm thanks. Good. I'm good. Okay. So... <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember, I don't, well, I don't remember exactly what happened, but it's, it was all a blur. Um, but you mentioned something about um, killer clowns from outer space. Yes. <laughs> and you said, oh, you should totally watch whatever. And I was like, okay, sounds good. And like, as you were telling me about this, I was coming across this um, new Netflix film. This was called Alien Xmas. Which happens to be by the same people, the mm-hmm. Chiodos brothers. How do you say it again? Chiodo. Chiodos. Chiodo brothers. Yeah. It's Anyways. Like three brothers. And evidently, like they're the ones that created Killer Clones from Outer Space. And they're also doing this Netflix family film. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's not it's not horror. It's right. just I like just... a stop motion. It's like um 
kind of like nightmare. I was like nightmare on Elm Street. No, I remember before Christmas. Yeah, claymation stop motion thing and it's like you know family feature based off books children and families movies heartfelt feel good movie and it says when extraterrestrials attempt to steal earth's gravity oh the only the gift giving spirit of christmas and a small alien named x can save the world <laughs> it just sounds really cute and i was like oh that's fun and so then you said well look at killer clowns from outer space so i was like uh, okay sure i'll do that and um i didn't watch the movie but in your like asking me to look at this, I came across a YouTube uh, uh, page, whatever. I'm trying to think of what it's called. Anyways, channel. channel. Thank you. Called Dead Meat. <laughs> Have you heard of it before? Mm-mm. No. So you're, you'll, you'll laugh because this is totally me. So it's a um, channel where this guy goes through all these movies that are horror movies and talks about like what makes them like fun but also like trashy horror you know just like these you know why it's good and why it's so bad it's good kind of thing and it goes through the kill count in each of the movies how they die when they die at what point in the movie they die and i was like this is perfect because not only do i number one not have to watch the film number two i don't get scared and number three i spoil it (laughs) it's perfect (laughs) so i watched the 15 minute uh um killer clowns from outer space dead meat uh, which was great. And it made me laugh because I was like, oh, cotton candy cocoons. Okay. Cotton candy cocoons. <laughs> Did they show the straw scene? Yeah. 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 They showed the straw scene where the guy like has like the, the swirly straw and it's like the blood that comes out of the cotton candy. And then like the, when he killed the police chief and then he has him like as the puppet kind of thing. Dinosaur puppet thing. Yeah. yeah he just like had his hand. The clown had his hand in the thing. I and saw that were, movie at a young oh age gosh. and it was one of those, I'm like, this is dumb, but it's kind of spooky because I don't do many scary movies. And I watched it later on. I'm like, this is very dumb, but very creepy because those clowns are just yeah. very creepy. But the fact that you have to kill them by shooting them in the nose. And then they like explode with yeah. sprinkles or, or like confetti or whatever. Yeah. It made me laugh. And then like swirl around and then like it's, the big Jojo clown or whatever, <laughs> like yeah. exploded the entire thing. It's a so. very weird movie, but I recommend it, especially this time of year. It made me laugh because then with the what, shorty, the little clown, when he had like the, he was like doing the boxing gloves and oh, then yeah. he like punched that boxers or the biker's head off yeah. and into the trash can. Yeah, it made me laugh. So like there's 80s camp. <laughs> this is like camp of the camp. So. It was bad. And it just yeah. made me laugh like a lot because it looked ridiculous and I didn't have to get scared. And I got to see what happened and I got spoiled. It was perfect. <laughs> it was the perfect thing for me. So. I started watching more Dead Meat after Dead you. Meat. Well, good. <laughs> so I'll watch more of that this week and talk to you about. But thank you for um, suggesting cl- Killer Clowns from Outer Space because it made me laugh a lot. <laughs> Just remember, go for the nose. Go for the nose. Yep. That's the that's that's the uh, the moral of the story, kids. Then you sent me when a video doubt. that was a Jurassic Park parody. But this is not a drill, kids. This is not a drill. It's the Animaniacs are back. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I'm so Pinky happy. And Pinky in the brain. Yeah, yeah, I know. I cannot. Yeah. So, oh, that was another you, one we watched be, for Halloween. Would was you'd Pinky be right. You'd be, you'd be the brain, right? Or would you be Pinky? <laughs> you might be Pinky, actually. <laughs> Probably Pinky. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of just spinning in the wheel. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll help Have out. me come up with the ideas and you yeah. just spin the wheel and do yeah. f- funny stuff to come. Jay Rizzo, what are we going to do tonight? 
Same thing we do every week, Ryan. Try to take over the podcast world. (laughs) 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 And never seen it. Show trailer. Good times. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. I, I think I, when I sent that to you, I said, I think that 2020 has some redeeming qualities. Because any year that can give us Animaniacs is... New Animaniacs at that. Oh my gosh. The old ones are up on Hulu and they're actually, they kind of hold up. Are they already up? The old ones. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought, yeah. It makes me think of the the world song, the the countries. And I I think about that and it makes me think of Short Round because she's so into geography. And I was like... She'd probably get a kick out of that. I should probably am. Yeah, that one. Okay. So now um let's turn the page a little bit. And I want to talk about another reboot. Not I don't know, re- not re- really returning. reboot, but returning type thing. Yeah. And t- tell me about all these things. Tell me about them. Dexter, is that what you're talking about? I am talking about coming Dexter. back for another for its final final season. That's what they're saying, right? Final 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 final. Okay, all right. Um, I will. Dexter is an interesting show. Yeah, I started off. I watched it out of order. Um, I started off with season four actually, mm-hmm. and I loved it. The villain so, is John like Lithgow. Me and Rick and Morty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Dexter, you can kind of get away with because it it's not. I think that it has the, you know, some shows have the villain of the day or villain of the episode type thing. Yeah. yeah. Dexter kind of has that, but then it has the whole, like, this is the main bad guy throughout the whole season. Okay. And I'm off. I'm going to take out these other schmucks on the way. But yeah, if you don't know anything about Dexter, he is, he works for the Miami police. He is a blood splatter uh, expert. He's also a serial killer who has drives to, kill people and so his father adoptive father i believe at a young age said aim it towards something else so he yeah using using his access rights and everything via the miami police like okay this guy did this he got off because of this sort of issue during the trial i'm gonna Uh go stake him out and take him out Right, because you know he's actually he's actually guilty and he needs to pay for his crime. Yeah, so Dexter, even though he is very much a villain because he's killing people, mass majority of them are not innocent. Yeah. So, but uh, they yeah. got it coming. I think I read what is it? They get ten more episodes or something like that. But the way that the show ended, a lot of people it left it very open. Okay. And a lot of people were just like, "What?" I thought it was interesting. <laughs> well, people are like, "Meow." Yeah. <laughs> Ash was very. Ash was one of them. Yeah, he he really needs to get that closure on Dexter. But I'm kind of curious. Coming, Ash, coming. I'm hoping they're going to pick up right where they left off. Okay. Because it was just like you you just gonna they need to yeah they need to. (laughs) I mean, when you 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 left with is it Michael Anthony Hall? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You you leave like with the camera just kind of panning in on him going. Just. So it's like, that's it. Like, okay, that's it. That's all we get. So I'm curious if they plan this the whole time. It's like, we're going to end the show because we need to end it for whatever reason. If we can, if everyone's still alive, we'll come, we'll pick up a few years down the road. Yeah. I don't know if they did do that because it's hard to tell, Mm -hmm. but I'm curious to see what they do with it. It was a a good show. It was not one I recommend binge watching because I binge watched season two so I could catch up. I'm like... That was a lot of murder. 
That was so much murder. <laughs> Is that, I mean, would it be one I would like, do you think? You should try it. Okay. Uh, okay. Just well, because I don't know. I mean, there's not like a jump scare factor to it, but you won't watch John Wick because what happens to the first three minutes in the movie? I could just close my eyes and well, then, then I could watch it. But I mean, this depends. I mean, because I wouldn't say Dexter is gory, but yeah, there is gore. I mean, he sets up a kill room every single time. Okay. Uh, and then he has. I might, him, I might try that maybe. I, I mean, know. it's. It's not, it's not kill rooming puppies, is he? Okay, then I'm probably good. <laughs> I think they may people have touched have, on people that. People had to come and then they need to have be in the yeah. room with him. I mean, okay, mis- well then mistakes maybe. are made sometimes, and you kind of figure out the psychology of Dexter and the yeah. dark passenger that he refers to it as, and how he speaks to his father, who's been dead for a few years, but that's who pops up to kind of like you don't need to be doing that, or you know, okay. you got to stick to he's the like code. his conscience, even though he's like dead. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got so it. okay. It's 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 an interesting hmm. show. I mean, try it out. I mean. And if, like I said, I watched out of order, it's, you know, you'll get more if you watch it in order, but John Liff. Have you watched it? Has he watched it? I'm trying. I'm looking for the thumb. (laughs) There's no thumb. I don't know. No thumbs. (laughs) But like I said, season four, you've got John Lithgow, comedy actor who has done some serious stuff. I mean, don't want to. And has played villains like Buckaroo Banzai. But he's so horribly good in season four it's just like john lithgow you are you're a supreme actor so it's just it's yeah. it's great that's good okay good to know i think we need to give it a try then check it out it's it's filled with the kind of the stuff you're like that's a dumb why did you do that that was a dumb decision but again that's just a way for writers to like we need to continue the story let's have them being imperfect but yeah, so yeah more dexter cool sounds good Right on. I'm, I think I will try to give that a try at some point. Thank you for yeah. sharing. Like I said, it's, it, there is gore because he is a serial killer, but eh, it's methodical. And he's also solving murders or like trying to correct <laughs> the murders or whatever. Correcting. Yeah. I was like, he's not solving it. He's like just straight <laughs> up. Yeah. No. He's, yeah. He's, you got he's off. You shouldn't have got off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like Deadpool. <laughs> kind of. Deadpool minus getting paid for what he's doing. He's just. Yeah. He's a serial killer. He keeps a blood slide of every kill he has. So it's very much a like. What? What's a blood slide? Well, like, you know, the like little Petri dish type slides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Got because it. Because he's a blood analyst. And so that's after he does thing. a kill, that's his tr- that's his trophy. Got it. It's disturbing that's... that I learned a lot about serial killers by watching Dexter. <laughs> Trophies, taking okay. Notes, That's a, yeah. Taking notes, taking notes, lots of murders, Murder. kill room. <laughs> Need a lot of saran wrap for the kill room. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say like plastic, like <clears throat> painters, like plain yeah, paint, painters plastic. <laughs> that. Got that it. is what that room is with them wrapped in saran wrap. Contain the blood. After he after he kills them or what? No. Before they're 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 there. He's got pictures. And they're alive? Yeah, he's got pictures of the victims, like this is what you did. You're not oh, going to get away with it. Flup. This Okay. <laughs> That's intense. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'll give it a try. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to fight. might. <laughs> See what Short Round thinks. Why not? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> it's time Anyways. to get that in. Okay. So tell me about your tea, yo. I thought we were going to talk about our Halloween oh, list. Oh, sorry. Never mind. I mean, I will. I could talk about it. No, tell about a list. Did you watch anything? Do you have. You did, didn't you? 
Did you watch some stuff? I did. I'm scrolling. I have my music video list. Because I went through, I went to the interwebs and talked about a few things because I've seen most of these, but they're kind of fun. Like, so I was looking online and I found a few ideas. And so today I'm going to talk about like um, just a few sort of like normal music videos, but they're kind of Halloween-esque, you know, sort of creepy. Okay. So it's the, you know, ones you can watch whenever. I mean, you can watch whatever, whatever, but, um, but that they have a Halloween twist. And next week on the, during the spooktacular, I'm going to go through the songs slash music videos that are very Halloween centric that, you know, like the videos that get the most play on Halloween, that kind of thing. So okay. we'll, we'll go through a few of those, but today I'm going to talk about Carrie's, the uh, Christmas. Where are you? <laughs> All I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, that's that's a number one. That's already on my list. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let me go through, through a few of these. The first one I thought was really interesting because I think you'll get a kick out of this is Beastie Boys Intergalactic. So it's like just kind of right there. Kind of toes the line. Yeah. I loved that music video. when it, I think about those and I think about like TRL and like that generate, you know, that time frame of gotcha. <laughs> all those music videos. Um, and then 30 Seconds to Mars, The Kill, parentheses, Bury Me. So, um, so dramatic. Foo, I know. Foo Fighters, Everlong. I never in my wildest dreams thought about that until they actually like put it on that list. And it's I was a like, trippy okay, video. I think I could see that actually. I actually remember this song because um, me and a couple of my girlfriends were into Foo Fighters back when it was like middle school, I think. And one of her puppies passed away and she like listened to that on repeat for like three days straight. So anyway, sorry, that's kind of a sad thing, <laughs> a little sad anecdote, but anyways, um, I'm waiting here for you. Queens of the Stone Age, burn, burn that witch. <laughs> right on the nose. Um, Billy Idol, which made me laugh, Dancing with Myself. I was like, we all know what that song's about. But anyway, still got that little creepy vibe. Um, little Mix, Black Magic. That's just for your little like girl band people okay. out there. I don't know. <laughs> you know, all the girl band people that watch our show. Um, Backstreet Boys, everybody. <laughs> That's for me. <laughs> You know which one? They're like a haunted house and they're all dressed oh, up and the okay. things. Yeah, they like doing the I like just have the song stuff. in my head as I don't know the video reference. I'm like, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway. And then, oh, good job. Yeah, that was great. Um, and then Rihanna Disturbia. That's my last one. Okay. Because that's a really good one too. And there's a few other ones that I had on this list and I was like, I don't even want to. Me. So yeah, it's kind of fun. A few movies but. I noticed that might be good for this time of year. Uh, yeah. The Good Son, <laughs> Macaulay Colton, and yeah. what's his Elijah Wood. Thank you. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. There's two of them. I've That's seen the, the list one. you're working on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Lost Boys. Vampires. Oh, is that like, you mean like Kiefer Sutherland and all yeah. those guys? Yeah. That one? Okay. Yeah. Classic. Vampires. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Piranha and the newer reboot of it, Piranha 3D. It's not really like scary, scary, but it's like that. Yeah. I mean, those, I would say Piranha's more like a summer movie just because it's water. It's like Jaws. But it could, yeah. it, but you can, you can watch it. Jaws would be a good one. Yeah. Um, good the Faculty, which is a favorite of mine from my childhood. That's, I was thinking about that movie when I was thinking about like the um, teaching Mrs. Tingle or whatever. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. That was like right in that same time frame. Cause wasn't that like, faculty was like aliens. 
Yeah, it ended uh, up being like aliens, aliens that got into the body, like host yes. type situation. Another oh Elijah gosh. Wood, actually, not the thing of it. He's in there too. I really need to watch that movie because that was like, it's not bad. Like 90, 99. Yeah. It has that nineties, yeah. late nineties yes. horror to it. And it's yes. not like jump series, but it's just like that nineties grunged angst about it. Yeah. I mean, when oh you gosh, have, what's this, when you've got like the school janitor quoting uh, Pink Floyd, Hey teachers, leave those kids alone. As he smashes into a bunch of people with his car. It's like, all right. Yeah. Now I, now I have to look at this. I have to look this up. Hey, Josh playing? Hutchinson. Uh, Farouk. I can't forget her name. She played Jean Grey. Just a, there's a lot of people. In oh, it. Josh Hartnett, Jordana Hartnett, Brewster, ah, Elijah Jordana Wood, Brewster. Famke Janssen. That's who you're thinking of. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've got to watch it. Yeah. yeah. 1998. A lot of people I've in got, the cast. Usher. Freaking Usher was in I it. Usher was in it. Yeah. When he was like doing his little movie. Because <laughs> it was when he was, she, he was in She's All That too. And he was the DJ yeah. at the dance. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And he's and like, he was really good. Like he fits in well to the movie too. It's like, oh yeah, Usher. So yeah. Faculty classic. Snap. Okay. Classic. Good call. Oh yeah. Clea Duvall. She was like the creepy girl in a lot of those movies too. She was in, she's all that too. She was like the artist, That's the dark haired one. Yes. Yeah. The oh stereotypical emo kid. Yes. Oh snap. So okay. faculty, I, I actually need to track that one down. And then, uh, this is another one that I just happened to see yesterday as I was browse, browsing prime. Uh-huh. I watched it on a sick day a while back. Okay. Uh, it is called Saturn three. Okay. It is, I've got a, from 1980. Two lovers stationed on a remote base in the asteroid fields of Saturn are intruded upon by a retentive technocrat from Earth. And, of course they are. And his charge, a malevolent eight foot robot. But this has, here's <laughs> the cast. How does always start? Vera yeah. Fawcett, Kirk Douglas, Harvey okay. Keitel. That's weird. <laughs> it's, it's very like, and this is like Kirk Douglas. Turtle. Sorry. He's like 60 or 70, and he's like still in the movie running laps around the ship, doing push-ups and everything. Like, you know, Kirk Douglas, what we should all aim to be once we get older. I but guess, man. Dude. There's a really cheese. It's very cheesy at some scenes. Like, I'll spoil it. Harvey Keitel dies. What? And so the robot. How dare you spoil it for I me? Know. I don't like that. I don't like being spoiled. And so later in the movie, the robot <laughs> is using his voice to lure out the other two people. He's like, I'm okay. I'm fine. And then it sh- takes a shot to the robot, and it's the robot yes. with the head of Harvey Keitel sitting on top of it. Look at me. I'm okay. <laughs> That's like killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the when he talks with the police chief. Yeah. It's All very- we wanted to do was whatever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Saturn 3. Campy, but it's got that whole, it's a space thing. Evil robot. 80s. I think that I think Headless and I need to go through Evil Dead. Do it. Groupings this week, maybe. Yes, no, maybe so. I'm looking for a set. Uh, hey, thumb. Thumb. <laughs> would you He's do like, stop all talking of them? to me? Do your damn show. <laughs> would you? Would what? you? Would you do Evil Dead one, two, then Army of Darkness and the reboot, or would you just do Evil Dead two, Army of Darkness? No, all of them. Okay. Because one and two I, are basically just- the same movie. I know, but why not both of them? No, I mean it's good. They're very, they're very different, but yeah, story-wise, it's. <laughs> I'll just go like this for the you know what part with the with the unsavory, uh, the unsavory. Um, the vine. The un- yeah, the unsavory forest folk. <laughs> Those ints are getting like yeah, the Harvey Wein- the Harvey Weinstein trees. 
Bad trees, bad. Okay. We should, you know what we should do? We should talk about good plants, though. Let's talk about good plants. So is that is that your T for QT? TQ? Is that my QT? <laughs> Even though yes. I threw off the engineer earlier. That's okay. He's like, T, nope. No T. <laughs> See? T, I still have it left. Delicious. It's my, it's my new what thing. is your T, yo? Okay. So I made a boo-boo <laughs> last week. And I said I was doing China Keeman, right? Yes. Isn't that what I did last week? Okay. Yes. That's what you claimed. So I definitely didn't do China Keeman last week. <gasps> Fake def- podcast news. I know. My bad. I'm sorry. I just, I, I can't get it together. Jeez. Um, I actually did Indian Assam last week and I was thinking about it as I'm sipping it and I was like, yeah, China Keeman, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is definitely so not China Keeman. Mm-hmm. No, not so much. <laughs> so anyways, so I did Indian Assam last week and that was the like, remember, so like the little beady once and it was like multi flavored. So this today is hey. actually China Keeman, another traditional, they call it like a single leaf tea because sometimes when you have like a English breakfast or something like that, you, you're combining different types of traditional black teas. Okay. But this is just a one leaf tea from China and this is not malty, it's toasty. And that's why I said mm. Mm, toast. Toasty. Remember that? Yeah. So it's just very um, standard, traditional black tea, great caffeine content. Again, remember we talked about that the black teas have a lot more caffeine content than green tea. Coffee, black, green. White. Exactly. Good job. See, you do listen to me sometimes for a two-minute span once a week. For caffeinated purposes, yes. Things you need to know, Um, even though you seem to enjoy the herb oils better. (laughs) The herb aisles better than herb the caffeinated. Um, They're nice to sit So today I wanted to, I did buy them for you, by the way. Um, I did want to tell you about a place that I went. And this is just kind of talking about from last week where the, where is your tea really coming from? Where is it coming from? Um, and I visited a tea house when I went to go see a concert in um, Boulder. You're like, Guess who I went and saw in Boulder? <laughs> Buckingham? Correct. Yes, that was the, this was actually the concert where I met him for the first time. Well, gotcha. only time, first time, but anyways. <laughs> um, so I wanted to tell you about, it's called the Boulder Deshaun Bay Tea House. Okay. And when I became a tea master over at my Casa de Tea, my workplace, um, I actually had to do a presentation on something tea to uh, like gain my mastership. And so I actually talked about um, Boulder Deshambe because the thing that's really cool about this place is that it came from, it was built in Deshambe, Tajikistan, hmm. who happens to be a sister city of Boulder. And after they built it, they decided to gift it to Boulder as like a sign of just like peace and sister city type thing. And they took it down piece by piece, including all the like intricacies of the wood and the paintings. And they built it by hand back in Boulder. Jeebus. Which was, yeah, it's insane. Like, so yeah, I, 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 I uh, implore you to take a look. But uh, yeah, it says, completely built by hand without the use of any power tools, the tea house was constructed in Dushanbe, Tajikistan, as a gift to their sister city, Boulder. It was disassembled, created up, and sent halfway around the world to be rebuilt the same way as a symbol of friendship and cultural exploration. And it's unbe- like unbelievable. The, I don't know. I think uh, Headless posted the picture, but mm-hmm. like it does not even doesn't even do it justice. Looks really like pretty. Just the, everything's hand painted. Everything they have like the seven maidens around this giant um, 
like fountain in the center and they're like marble. Like it's insane. I'll send you more pictures, but nice. um, if you're ever up in the, the mountainous regions of Boulder, Colorado and the Rocky Mountain foothills, give it a try. Yeah, that was, I remember <laughs> when we went because that was the day of the concert and I was nervous because <laughs> that's just how I am, you know, perpetually nervous. Um, and I really wanted to enjoy and eat and do all the tea and stuff and I did, but <clears throat> I was just, I was too nervous, <laughs> but it was really good. So I keep shaking my tea. I've, I've got the bucking <laughs> hands. Uh, uh, okay. Anyways. Yeah. So hold it to completely and utterly gorgeous. It's really, really neat. And, um, give it a try. Groovy. There you go. Yeah. Fabulous. Thanks for listening. There you go. So last week all you right. said there's over like thousands of tea. Yeah, a ton. So, yeah, like 1,500-ish, 15, give or take. So yeah. of that 1,500, is it like that falls under here's black tea, rooibos, and then there's different flavors per those? Yeah, I mean, and I think that there's little intricacies of like the black teas and the green teas. And because, like, you know, there's like, there's like matcha or there's like traditional right. um, herbal teas where it's like a, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Sonic has multiple drink combinations but the thing yes. is it's in the word combinations of right okay but it's the actual like leaf that's being plucked from the plant okay camellia sinensis gotcha <laughs> yeah maybe i'll talk more about that next week and go with to something that's not so much an intense like yeah black tea talk your leaf yo we all have our leaves to talk about, I we guess. This, this just happens to be mine. I Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, judge. This is my leaf. Yeah. This is the responsibility I take with my leaf. Awesome. <laughs> well, shall we okay. do some games of some sort? Yeah. I go first again this week. And I yep. already pulled. I don't know if you saw me like, ah, trying to be, you know, sneaky. And I was going to be sneaky. I didn't pull mine until like, I woke up. I was like, I didn't pull a headline. So. <laughs> just pulled it out of the box. Here is a head, my headline box. Mine's interesting. Mine's Mine would scare the crap out of me. The headline? Yeah. Okay, then definitely I'm going first then, because I, I don't want to be sca- scared. Well, it's you'll see what I mean. Okay, fine. All right, so we're doing Who Would Win, and for those of you that are playing along at home, play along, kids. Let's go. Um, we pit two celebrity or famous people against each other in a very random event. And this just made me, I, I almost started laughing when I saw this, but here's the event today. Pillow fight! <laughs> Okay, and I haven't even looked at who they are, so... Oh, okay, here we go. And our first competitor in the pillow fight is Thomas Edison, inventor and entrepreneur. Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. And versus... Oh, gosh. <laughs> Muhammad Ali. <laughs> a boxer. I know, my bad. I should have looked. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Ready, Ryan, Go. Obviously, I'm going to say Muhammad Ali is going to win the pillow well, fight, duh. but Thomas, I, didn't, I didn't look at who the competitors were this year. At this time, I should have. But, but Thomas okay. Edison is going to take the credit for it. <laughs> He's like the perpetual motion of the pillow. And then yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. I did that. I did that. Yeah. Ding. Just, just like, just like <laughs> Tesla. It, it's mine. Well, Tesla was a D though. I heard. Wasn't he a D? So was Edison. Oh, was he? Was she would, yeah, one of them was like a big time D. Maybe it was, Ed, were, was it Edison? They were very anti each other from what I heard. Okay. Maybe we should put them against each other. With the, the, the fluffy down filled 
you know, fluffies. See what happens. All right. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I can't like electricity going throughout the park and everything. Like, step right there, Edison. I dare you. Is that what Tesla sounds like? That's what Edison sounds like. Okay, that's cool. I can't believe I picked Muhammad Ali for a pillow fight. It's like on each of his hands. There you go. I mean, Box, boxing gloves. Yes. He wouldn't even have to hit you that hard because he would just come out like, you know, like you said, you know, uh, move like a butterfly, sting like a bee. He would like float like a butterfly. Float, sting thank like a bee. you. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. dodge, swack, dodge, swack. Sting. I mean, you, you and Muhammad Ali could do inter- interpretive dancing together with your uh, dirty dancing. Yeah. My scar. <laughs> with my, they're right there to your right. Look up, ah. look up over. Oh my gosh. Uh, hold on. Uh, <laughs> the time of my life. I don't even know if I'm, am I, am I punching right? Where's my thumb supposed to be? I don't know. I believe the this? American fist is sideways, but the British is that. But where's the thumb go? What so I don't break my thumb? It goes under? See, I wasn't even doing it right. I was doing it here. This? Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Right there. I use my words, not my hands to solve problems, okay? I don't solve them very well, but <laughs> I still use my words anyway. I just ran it, run in there like a rhino. Okay, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared for my spooky headline. All right, the headline taken from the Onion, because that's the only. Well, you can find some really good headlines, but the ones that are <laughs> yeah. actually fake. So, from the Onion, scientist warned Florida will oh, be God. under six feet of snakes by 2021. <laughs> Again, from The Onion, scientists warn Florida will be under six feet of snakes by 2021. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's been fl- flying around above Florida for the last six months, so. I'm sick of all these motherfucking <laughs> snakes in my motherfucking plane. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, uh... <laughs> I think they, they didn't they start, they started in South America, but they came up because they kept seeing those Florida man um, articles. And so they're just like, we'll be, we'll be right at home here. Yeah. Yeah. See, I hissed like a snake when I said this. (laughs) The the, the, Um, the image is just disturbing because it's just piles upon piles of snakes. No, I have a question though, because you're saying under six feet piles of snake, are we talking like. Stacked like pancakes? Like if there was like Like if there was a flood of water came in, but instead of water, it was six feet deep of snakes. That's why I was saying that's a bit horrifying. I mean. Well, I have a question, though. So because, you know, we're talking about like like the border wall and maybe this is having to do with, um, you know, like reelection promises and stuff. Like, would that be good building materials for like snakes, Mexico and stuff? Yeah. Like, would that work if they like. Them? I wouldn't cross a wall Maybe. of snakes. Well, yeah, I mean, that actually might work. I'm just saying. Like, if, you know, he wants us to build a wall, like maybe, I don't know. Well, so. apparently the wall that was built fell over. So, you know. Yeah, the like, the like half, the half mile section. <laughs> if we had a wall of snakes built that we knew for sure Voldemort, Voldemort was in charge. <laughs> Dude, that would be, yeah. But then, like, I don't know. Build maybe, my um, wall. But then what's his face? Neville just come in and, you know. Yeah, just brings this giant sword, just cuts a hole. Mm. It's, yeah, Harry Potter would have some very interesting, like, you know, thoughts in his head from what the snakes are telling him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he told me to do. He said someone's going to have to build this wall and someone's going to have to pay for it. But it's well, that, well, it might work. I mean, if the wall gets built, then Potter would be able to know if anyone crossed over because he can speak to the snakes. 
Exactly. Parcel tongue, man. Yeah. That would be a little weird. Were they coming for a better life? Yes. Were they coming to because <laughs> so Were they coming for a better life? They went to Florida. No, obviously yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I mean. No offense, Florida. <laughs> I mean, I, at this point, no offense, USA. So. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> well, and you know, I'm also thinking about it that like, okay. So you said that, that we would be under six feet of snakes by what? 21? 2021. Oh, just, okay. So by, yeah. By January. Like just we have a few the, months. Okay. So like with the way that this year has been going anyways, do we think six feet of giant snakes is the worst thing? Depends on like, the snakes. <laughs> That's true. It could be like little gar- like little garter snakes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if, they're, if they're like bull snakes and like non-poisonous snakes. Yeah. Aww. But if it's like six feet of rattlesnakes. We have six feet of rattlesnakes out here already. Just come to Albuquerque. Yeah, but they're not like six feet deep where you have to wade through them where they're above your head. That's scary. Yeah, I mean, but to be honest, like that doesn't sound like something that would be coming from the onion. That just sounds like some normal like news because why not? With the way that this has been going. Like Cthulhu has raised from the ocean depths and brought snakes with him. More attention. Oh, it's babies. Oh, um, would. Yeah. Oh, baby. My children come with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm like, I don't know. Murder, do you think murder hornets? I think like, I'd rather have six feet of snakes than murder hornets, to be honest. Murder hornets. I can take out with a, um, can of hairspray and a lighter. <laughs> so this is my boom. Snakes. Thing. They're all over. Yeah. Snakes. You have to like get the torch, like Indiana Jones, be like, Marion, Marion, don't touch the walls. Be, why did it have to be snakes? Salah. Turn around. Come here. Uh, I should probably see if she's finished her Pringles. I just like every time like we're doing the show now, I just assume that she's upstairs with the thing Pringles. Oh, is it like, oh, gotta go back and buy, buy some like, more Pringles. Shopping day. Like, here's your podcast Pringle supply. It's like a water bottle and, and podcast Pringles. <laughs> this episode of Fried and Rizzo is brought to you by letter P for Pringles and S for sh- they're snakes. <laughs> So P.S. for short. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Okay. So next week we have some plannings to do, but next week should be fun. Yeah. And the second portion of my, um, of my costume did arrive a couple of days ago. And I'm very excited. I I need to fluff my wig. (laughs) I actually need to pull mine out of the thing, but they'll see next week. I pulled mine out, but I need, I need to fluff it. So yeah. I don't think, yeah. uh, I think we just said we'll be trying to be in character the whole time. That's going to be annoying. So we'll just, I know, think character references. Do, that'll make yes. Sense. I was thinking quotes actually like quotes and yeah, just like the <laughs> behind the ears thing. Yeah. Um, Which makes quotes, no sense to anyone watching right now, but it will next week. It's frightening, but it'll be fun. Um, so yeah. So I think quotes and then just like movie yeah. things. And maybe we'll go over album 14. <laughs> I need to watch. Was, that was my way of, of yeah, putting it out there. <laughs> I need to rewatch maybe, those movies just for fun. Do that this week. I'll probably do that. Do, it. do at least one. Yay. And we're on social camera places. Camera, camera one, camera two, camera one. Um, see, they're already going to know. Yes, we are on social places. It would be at Ryan and Rizzo mm-hmm. with whether you're tweetering or instant grandma-ing. Instagramming, grandma, yeah. 
And uh, I'll put up a few shots, uh, screenshots that I have from the Darth Vader comic that I had. So I'll, I'll share, the, share those up again. I liked when you did that last week. That was awesome. Yeah, the, like the Moon Knight that. ones were really pretty. So I'll try to do it again. Just like, hey, this that's the <laughs> one thing I love about comics is just the artwork is one of the the story is awesome. But sometimes it's just the art is what just takes you away. So. Like the music with me. See, it's the same. Comics and music. Take away, take away. And we've got the right. email, Ryan and Rizzo at gmail.com. And yeah. All right, us kids. Bye. Send us post. All the bumblebee tunas one could need. Bumblebee tuna. The bumblebee of tunas. Speaking of Ace Ventura. Laces out, Marino. That's right. Thank you. None of your damn business. I think you stay out of my personal affairs. I'd be happy for you to go away. Oh, uh, that I tell you, when I uh, last year, since we're coming up on the year, oh, it w- was a year ago. Uh, for Doug Benson's podcast, someone dressed up as Ace Ventura in the in the tutu. I'm doing it, man. I'm she looked awesome. Time. She looked awesome. Ryan and Rizzo is a part of the Musing with McWillie Creative Network. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan and Rizzo. For more info about the show, go to mcwillie.com/podcast.